0: Hey everyone, this is Anna McDonald, and today we're going to be talking about career counseling in public high schools. I am currently in my apartment where I have spent most of my time these past few months thanks to COVID. So after months and months, I have finally adapted to the constant sounds of the trains going by and the never-ending Tuscaloosa construction. But hopefully, we won't hear too much of that today and get too distracted. <laughs> so In an effort to better understand the topic for today, um, later on we'll be hearing from my boyfriend, Dalton Vines. I wanted to bring him on today to hear a little bit about his experience regarding career guidance while he was in high school. He is from Walker County, Alabama and graduated from Door High School in 2014. He now works for Warrior Met Coal in Brookwood, Alabama. So it's no secret that most high schools push for their students to go to college which is a great thing because it is very important for students to be well prepared so they can succeed if they do go to college. But it's also important to realize that college is not the best option for a lot of students, especially in rural Alabama areas. You know, it could be for a variety of reasons, such as they just can't do it financially, or maybe they know that they don't want to do college at all. They're interested in in other things, but they don't exactly know what it is that they can do with those interests. And even though there are a lot of trades and hands-on jobs in these rural areas, career tech counseling gets ignored a lot, leading to a lot of students graduating and feeling like high school did not prepare them for the future at all. That is why we're going to talk about the importance of the improvement in career tech guidance. So I want everybody to just... Pause right here and think back to your own high school years. What did your high school focus on? Was it getting you into college? Or maybe they just focused on having students graduate? Or did they really focus on giving you and your classmates the opportunity to figure out what career sparked your interest? According to the Public Affairs Research Council of Alabama, only 62% of Alabama high school graduates go to college. While this is over half of the graduates, it still leaves a lot of students not going to college. And you also have to take into consideration how many of that 62% that initially go actually complete their degree. So if high school is so college prep heavy, what does this leave for the other 38% of students? I just wanna take a quick pause right here for myself to clarify that I think college prep is great and that any student who is given the right opportunities can succeed academically. I also believe that more can always be done to better prepare students to go to college and this is something that definitely should be, you know, continued to be worked upon. However, that's not the topic for today. This is about providing opportunities and knowledge about job possibilities to students who are not interested at all in college. This is not about taking away college prep or taking anything from it. This is about adding in career prep. Now, I want to take a break from my own rambling and hear a little bit from Dalton. Hey, how's it going? Good, how are you? Good, thanks so much for coming on and letting me do a quick little interview with you. Um, Let's just jump right on into the questions. So, can you give me a little insight to any career guidance you received in high school?
1: Honestly, I don't remember any.
0: Do you remember there being any kind of trade school opportunities?
1: Yeah, there was a trade school, but I played baseball and basketball, and I really couldn't fit it into my schedule, being on four blocks. I also never really knew how beneficial they could be because none of our teachers really pushed it.
0: So for a lot of students, it was either play the sports you love or go to trade school?
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: So, the summer after graduation, um, can you kind of explain what was going through your head career-wise? Did you feel like the high school had put you on a good path to find a career you enjoyed, but it also provided well for you?
1: Oh Yeah, I really had no clue. The way it always seemed back home was that if you did not go to college, you tried your best to get on to Alabama Power. In our minds, we thought that we would never use that in real life. But that mindset also hindered a lot of students from considering college. So really, we just had a bunch of students who were so turned off from going to college and having to take another math class, but also students who had no clue about HVAC and electrician apprenticeships or even auto body, mechanic jobs, just things like that.
0: So just to kind of wrap up and make sure I'm getting a good summary of your experience, would you say that you had the chance to go to a trade school but it was at a very inconvenient time that was just not flexible at all. But you also weren't educated about the opportunities that they could bring you. So you just did not give them much thought. You never were really guided in a productive direction.
1: Yeah, I'd say that pretty much ties it all together.
0: All right, thank you so much for taking the time to interview with me. I feel like that will really give some insight into what a lot of rural Alabama students experience.
1: Yeah, anytime.
0: I think it's safe to say that I've made it obvious at this point that I want there to be better opportunities for students to learn about the options for them career-wise. So now I want to move on to a more in-depth conversation about it. Throughout my education classes, I've been exposed to a large variety of different articles that discuss good teaching and what it means to be equitable for all students. Now, when you read these articles, They are most closely related to being equitable in a content teaching manner. However, I think that equity applies to career guidance just as much. After all, one of our main focuses as a teacher is to teach them how to be good, productive members of society, not make sure they can perform quadratic equations at the drop of a hat. Um, The article from Reed and Aupong makes an interesting statement about equity. The article was discussing the differences in equity as equality and equity as equitable. It points out a lot of good from each approach as well as some limitations, but I really like the quote that says, once students have an equal educational beginning, this position argues that the outcomes, be it scores on achievement tests, courses taken, or college majors, will be based on student individual differences. I think this gives a good representation of how we need to focus on the child as an individual when it comes to what will be best for them. When I reflect on what the statement says about making individual choices for courses taken or college majors, I think you could absolutely fit career tech options in that sentence to provide a statement that includes even more students may seem to have been ignoring the fact that content knowledge is important this whole time. While that's certainly not my intention, um, in fact, there are a lot of math skills needed for trade skills. Electricians, machinists, carpenters, and so on, they all use math. So it is important for teachers to not ignore and neglect the students that have made it obvious they do not want to go to college. Because, you know, just because they're not going to college and taking calculus one they still very likely could be using it in their jobs um, and this is where I relate to Lads of billings culturally relevant pedagogy we should make math attainable for all students because we should not hinder them from being able to do a job they're interested in just because they told us they were not interested in college so we write them off as not important in our math classroom she says that the trick to culturally relevant teaching is to get students to choose academic excellence. I know she was talking specifically about minority groups, but I think this applies to the students who have always been outside of the standard college focus group. If we as teachers focus on explaining why math is important and how it can help them out even if they're not going to college, we could be a step closer to having them choose academic excellence. I also found a quote from Reed and that I thought tied really well together with Ladson Billings. Um, Reed and describes a time where a teacher was struggling to be equitable with her, quote, country kid. She thought she was doing the right thing by pairing him with the sweet girl and thanking her for working so well with him. That really sends the message that just because you're different, you are less than others. Maybe that teacher thought that student was not interested in college, so it didn't really matter if he really gained anything from the lesson. Um, But I think this is where Ladson-Billings' culturally relevant pedagogy comes in. That teacher could have taken that particular student's interest into mind and formed the lesson to make him feel included and that he wanted to learn from that lesson. I believe this happens a lot with students who aren't necessarily college-bound. Instead of making the lesson point out why you need to know this to become an engineer, how about point out that it would be helpful as a carpenter? I think when you look at it from the right perspective, it really is a matter of being equitable for your students. Like I said earlier, in the grand scheme of things, it's more important to me that my students are given opportunities to succeed, not just score well on the math portion of the ACT. That is why I plan on making career guidance an aspect, a permanent aspect in my classroom. I don't believe that career guidance or trade skills emphasis should be placed strictly on counselors or trade school recruiters. Uh, It's a simple thing to incorporate into our own general education classrooms. I think trade jobs are important and don't get as much love as they deserve. I know I certainly value them and what they provide for a person. After all, I know if I ever have a plumbing or HVAC issue, I'm incredibly thankful for the people who are smart enough to go into a field that will always be needed. Because I know I sure won't be able to fix the problem, no matter how much math I know. Well, that pretty much wraps it up for today. Um, Thank you for taking the time to listen. Bye!